So Paul George has been um, the quite quotable guy this week. Um, after I think it was after game two, he put out the basically, you know, fuck all the haters and fuck what they say and post on his Instagram. And then he comes back to yesterday after game three with the, you know, he's not the, he, you know, basically saying that James Harden is just a scorer and, you know, he's a more well-rounded player, all-around player. This, Paul George has been, I seen something, it was um, after he called himself playoff P, averaging like 24 points, seven rebounds, three assists, but then he's shooting 39% from the field and 30% from the three-point line. Paul George was a young player in Indiana on those conference finals teams because he was a young player then who had who was showing a lot of potential to be the next great two-way wing, you know, top five player in the league, but he disappears a lot in the playoffs, especially since those days. Paul George disappeared in the playoffs then also. He played well at home like any young player, and he played bad on the road. That's true. Paul George, dunked on Birdman, LeBron gave him five, and since then he's been anointed <laughs> as a potentially special player because LeBron accepted him. He hasn't made it out the first round since 2014. He wants to be respected as one of the best players, but then he also doesn't want to take the criticism either um, to say that. And obviously, yeah, you do impact the game more than just scoring the ball, but any player that thinks that they're an elite player and they're going to get a pass going four for 17, having 11 points, having 17 points in the playoffs, they're delusional. And Paul George, he's just seeming to come off as sensitive. I get it. He's under pressure. He's been put out of the playoffs. He hasn't made it out of the first round since 2014. But he got eliminated last year after finishing top three in MVP voting and defensive player of the year voting. He's on a team that's expected to go to the finals that's never made it to the conference finals. Mm. But at some point, it's time for Paul George to stop whining, stop crying, and be great. I said on this show maybe about 10 episodes ago, like, Paul George should be a top – why isn't he the best player in the NBA? He's legitimately one of the best defenders in the league. He's Just a good so. offensive player. He's a good he, – he really has all the skills. He can shoot. He's athletic. He's 6'9". 16, whatever, long arms. He has all skills, so it's on Paul George to step up and play. So, And on that note of John W., Fresh we are the Hoopers. Duh. I don't get Paul George, man. <laughs> but I want to uh, start the show by giving a shout-out to uh, Nick Nurse, the NBA Coach of the Year. Shout out Nick Nurse. I think he's the second coach ever to win Coach of the Year after winning the – Championship. Good. So yeah, before you hit it off, Steve Kerr. Nick Nurse was a uh he was a worthy candidate and a worthy winner. I believe Toronto finished in second place, third place, second place, second place. Yeah. So yeah, definitely second place when many wondered if they were make the playoffs. So um I think he deserved that. He turned Pascal Siakam into an all NBA player this year, all star starter. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he has a well-deserved award for him. I don't think I had him winning, but I've not. I said I could see him win. Yeah, he definitely was in the top three for both of us. I don't know if either one of us picked him. Right. And you know, Nick Nurse. You know, he's been in that Toronto organization for a while. You know, he was the head coach when they won the G League championship. Was he the assistant coach? 
Wait, you said what? When did they won the G League championship? Yeah, he was. Uh, he was. He was the assistant coach, right? Because Jerry Stackhouse like was the head coach. coach. Yeah. So he's been in the Toronto. Uh, he's been down there, just being a great coach for a minute now. Yeah, shout out Nick Nurse for coach of the year. Um, most teams are three, basically, you know, three games in for every series in the playoffs. Toronto is up 3-0. Boston's up 3-0. Philly, Toronto's up 3-0 on Brooklyn. Philly's down. Boston's up 3-0 on Philly. Milwaukee's up 2-1 on Orlando with a win today. Um, Clippers up 2-1 with a win over Dallas last night, and which Luka left the game for the – Left ankle injury. They say it's a sprain. It's nothing serious. He'll be back the next game. Right. Um, That's good to know. I didn't hear the update. I just saw the Luka left the game. Um, mm-hmm. They're going to definitely need Luka. Przingis pooping those 34 points. Um, Utah's up on Denver 2-1. to one. Yeah, Mike Conley came back and had his best game of the season. Good thing. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess he, he saw him <laughs> winning without him. And he's like, I got to be a part of this somehow. Yeah, twenty four points in twenty four minutes. And with him back, they should they should really beat Denver. Denver, I don't know what Denver's doing there. Denver needs some offensive power, and uh, they, their bench kind of sucks. Yeah, they miss they definitely miss Gary Harris. He's, he's their starters, but they push some of those bench players that are starting to the bench. Yeah, and even if you had to bring one of them off the bench, I mean, Michael Porter came off the bench. Even though I think next year Will would come off the bench, but. That, that bench is terrible right now. So, um, I think I think I'm gonna switch. I don't know who I picked to win that series, but I think Utah can pull it out. Donovan Mitchell went crazy the first couple games of that series. So, see, I figured Denver would at least you know probably be up two games before Kylie came back. When I think I picked Denver, you know, so I wasn't expecting Utah to be up two one. Right, and um. In other news, in today's game, well, not today, in yesterday's game, like you said, I'm gonna start with Philly, and uh, they're down three zero. Joel Joel Embiid clearly exhausted all his will in the first half. He finished with thirty and thirteen, I think. No, that's what he's for the series as well. Thirty and thirteen. Yeah, twenty-two and eleven. Twenty-two and ten at halftime. Watching the Philly game, I just see so much wrong with the team. And obviously, you know, Ben Simmons is hurt, which every, everybody realizes now how important he is to the team because how terrible they look. But I don't get why, like, they don't run any kind of offense for Tobias Harris, for real. He is kind of out there. I mean, he's on a humongous contract. Yeah, he got to be Josh Richardson has a very low basketball IQ. He I'm makes sure. a lot of dumb plays. Like he makes some plays. I'm just like, where did you even go? I'd be wondering, do he even want to play watching him play? Mm-hmm. Uh and B is, is trying his best out there. Um Shake Milton steps up here or there. He 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 like he's looking for confidence on the court. But now they're starting to realize that he's a sh- he's a shooter and not yeah, a part uh, player. Yeah. So but uh, Horford looks extremely old. For some reason, Brett Brown didn't want to play Matisse Thibel the last game. So, Philly, hopefully Boston go ahead and, and sweep them and get the series over with. Yeah. And then Philly going to have some decisions to make. Brett Brown, this is going to be his third straight uh, time losing the playoffs. I believe he's lost 4-1 twice, yeah. and this year will be a sweep. And that's not counting all the terrible years that they gave him a pass for because Sam Hinkie was uh, – trying to just get the best player possible. So he lost 
every season. But I think this will be the last season with Brett Brown as a head coach. Mm-hmm. And I think the front office is going to come down on Elton Brand, the higher-ups. And I don't think they're going to let him go this year. Yeah, I think Brett, I mean, not Brett Brown, excuse me, but uh, Elson Brand definitely gets at least one more year. Yeah, but they're going to definitely reevaluate him, and they're going to be like, all right, look, we paid Tobias this. We got Ben. We got Jordan B. You need to put some pe- players around them that fit them. You got to put a coach around them that knows how to use them and not a coach. Like, every playoff, Brett Brown decides to change his lineups. He did it last year. He decided to change it at the end of the year into the – Start making Jimmy Butler the private private bar handler. This year, you change at the last minute and you move Ben Simmons back to the power forward or what, whatever he's doing. So it's gonna be Ellen Brand out there to pick a coach that has a philosophy that's sticking with it. I said yesterday, just watching how he talked about the team, he seemed like he was real knowledgeable about the team. I would hire Stan Van Gundy. He, he Stan Van Gundy is a, he's a really good coach. He's proven to be a, a really solid coach. <clears throat> uh, excuse me. And um, just how he was talking about the team, he he seemed to be knowledgeable about the personnel. He's worked with Shaq, so he knows how to work with a good big man. Work with Wade. I know Ben Simmons is a different type of player, but um, that's a, you know just working with a ball dominant guard or whatever. But they're gonna have to do some things, and definitely like you're gonna have to look into bringing some shooters. You have to try to share some contracts somehow. Yeah. Like if you can get all it. Al Horford, I don't think you just get rid of Tobias because, uh, for one, nobody's going to take on his contract. Right. Um, unless you give get, give him up and get significantly less back. But somehow I would get off Al Horford's deal. I think you could do that, and I would turn him into something else. And they just look bad out there. I, I don't even care that they're getting sweet because at the end of the day, yes, you could talk trash about them getting swept, but Missing your all NBA third team point guard <laughs> is tough on your team. So, and, you know, I've yeah. always had this uh, thought about Philly. I, f- I feel like they're one of those young teams that's never, because of the moves they make, especially the last two seasons, they never get it. They didn't get the chance to be a young team. So it's like we ought to, like, people automatically expect Philly to win championships without even understand like this is all of their third time in the playoffs like this has been Simmons third time in the playoffs this is um Joel and B third times in the playoffs this is realistically Tobias Harris third time in the playoffs Al Helford has been a little more this is Josh Rich the first time in the playoffs but it's like they won't make the playoffs a few times in Miami they yeah they did make it they made it last year right my bad but I feel but just speaking on Embiid and Ben Simmons who are the two key pieces of this team I don't think they have been given a fair enough time to actually grow into players that can win playoff games, honestly. Like not just and not just off their talent winning, like winning because they know how to win close games and they know how to prepare for these games. And it's like they made those they went to the second round their first year. It's like not it's not like they went to the conference finals like Boston. Yeah, this would be the first time the team really just stuck up the playoffs for real being said the first time they lost in the second round. Last year they they really kind of outplayed Toronto throughout the series. Toronto closed it out off the. My bad. They were lost to seven last year. Yeah, Ka- I, yeah. I, Kawhi don't make the shot. Um, Kawhi don't make the shot. I mean, they're they in the conference finals, so, and they played Milwaukee pretty well. So who knows what would happen? So, but that and I mean that's why they kind of get the expectation. The problem just came with trying to make too many moves. I get the once you did the Jimmy yeah. Butler move, they kind of should have just stayed there. 
um because then once you make the tobias move you got to keep tobias oh uh them because you you invested so much into that we're giving up shamit and some other picks so the the problem was once you did that they should have committed to the team overall they should have committed to bringing jimmy back and all of that but they just made one too many moves and then to the fact that they lost a good amount of shooters some of them they lost because of free agency but maybe if they decided to prioritize those players who knows maybe they would have wanted to came back i personally think bellinelli and Ilya. so they both went to places where they were comfortable before so i think right. they were leaving anyway bellinelli went back to pop where he won a championship with him Ilya Sova went back to coach bud where he's playing his best basketball right um but like let this past off season like just just let jj reddick leave it's was it's a bad move um even more so than just letting Jimmy Butler leave. So right. you got to put the right players around him. You got, you have an all-star point guard and you have an all-star center. Smart thing would be to put shooters around them, some def- capable defenders, and of course you're gonna have a couple of playmakers. But Elton Brandon, he, he, he got to do a better job, and they got to put him on notice that if he doesn't make a good, make some good moves, because I don't think not too many players are locked into the roster. But if you don't make enough good moves. I mean, they are getting to the point where they should be competing for a conference finals, right. trying to get to the NBA finals. But this year, like I say, Brett Brown should go. But anybody that's overlooking the fact that Ben Simmons ain't playing, they just and you just want to say, oh well, they lost four one with Ben Simmons, so him being out there wouldn't matter. You haven't really been watching or really don't understand how important Ben Simmons is because yes, they did lose four one to Boston, but this season. Philly has beat Boston multiple times right. when Ben Simmons on the court. Because Ben Simmons guard Jason Tatum. He's 6'11", and Ben Simmons is the best defender in the NBA. Jason Tatum isn't averaging 30 points per game on Ben Simmons. It's not happening at all. So, But it's on Philly. We'll see what they do. Uh, I see Milwaukee. They kind of turned it around. I don't really want to talk about them. Yeah. I just want to take this time to call out Chris Middleton again and just let him know. Whenever he decides he want to be the second best player on his team and make that $170 million, yes, I'm counting <laughs> his pockets. Whenever you want to make that money that says you're the second best player and the corner bleacher for a top 10 player in the NBA, i love to see In it. the bubble. i love to see it. So that's all I got to no, say about right. Chris, Chris Milton does, does need to play better at this point. Do you have two points last game? I don't even know. You have a point better than, than KCP. You see how they killed KCP. And Chris Middleton is easy for him. It should be easy. For one, I put it on them for playing the offense where Giannis just handled the ball all the time. They need to put the ball in their shooting guard's hands more. I partially put that on the coach. Now that we got that out of the way, Chris Middleton just be he just be sucking out there. Like I don't even know <laughs> what else to say. I don't know an analytical way to put it. He doesn't take advantage of mismatches. He doesn't shoot the ball enough. Like as the second, it's just got to be a mindset thing. If I'm the second primary scorer on my team, I'm not taking no less than 17 shots. If I'm having a bad shooting night, I'm getting to the free throw line. At the end of the night, he's going to say I was three for 19 and I was eight or 10 from the line. Somehow I got 17 points. How you got two points in a playoff game and you're the second best player on your team? Not just we get on the starting shooting guard having two points. You're the second best player on your team and you had two points. No, I got a theory about like when second round picks and undrafted players have to be 
a top player on their team and why it just doesn't work it's not out realistic unless it's given to them. He didn't win nothing either. Sorry, Hibachi, I love you. <laughs> he didn't win either. I believe he made it out the first round once, but never because he didn't show up. Right. Um, but just, hey, just add him to the list. Chris Middleton, Paul George, whenever y'all ready to play. Uh, it was one more. Who was the other one? Tobias Harris. Oh, yeah, Tobias. And like Tobias, I get it. He's never been. And I part I watched the Philly game yesterday, and like it's times when like when Joel isn't on the court, why isn't every play going through Tobias, Tobias Harris? Harris. He goes plays without seeing the ball. He has to get his possessions through uh, offensive rebounds. And I put that on Brett Brown. I put that on him also. Um, I think we can take a break for a second. Then we can get more into the Lakers. Portland, who are playing tonight, August the 22nd, for the chance to take this 2-1 lead. Will it be Portland or will it be the Lakers? We'll see when we come back. What's going on? It's John W. And it's Fresh X. And we are the International Professional Podcasters, the Hoopers. What's going on, players? So we've been at this podcast thing for a minute now, and I'm pretty sure y'all wonder, man, I don't know if I could be a podcaster, how much would it cost? But using the Anchor app is absolutely free. It's free and it's easy to do. You can record from your phone, you can record on your computer, even on your iPad or whatever you use. So it's super simple. Now you've got it set up, you know that you can do it. You think, man, now how do I get listeners? How do I put it out there? Anchor also provides that for you, considering that they put you on different platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can't be international if people don't hear you. And they also set it up for you where you can make money off of your listeners, but no no minimum listenership. So all you got to do, go to anchor.fm, download the app, and everything you need is right here. So... It's us once again, the international professional podcaster, John W. And Fresh X. We are the Hoopers. Peace out, players. All right, so we're in the third quarter of Portland Lakers. The Lakers up 72 66. Excuse me. The series is tied one to one. I think you had, I had the Lakers in six. Yeah, we both had Lakers in six. And I think, honestly, if Portland wants to keep it, uh, keep it that way, they do need to win tonight. Yeah, I think they need to win tonight uh, to put pressure on the Lakers. The Lakers have been they've, – they've been funny. And even throughout this game, LeBron has been stepping up. So far he had 20 in the first half, I believe. You can see he's working really hard for those points. Last game, Anthony Davis scored 30. He played like the 6'11", 7-foot almost player that he is. Game one, Portland won it. Um, and my, as I've been saying over and over and over and over. Portland, oh, let me interrupt you real quick. Melo is like mad hot from the mid-range right now. He just posted up Brown on three straight possessions for three straight buckets. It's now 72-70 to 70 LA Lakers lead just because of that. My bad. Well, that's good, but they had the lead and they gave it away. That so, is true. Uh, but they got to get to the point where the Portland's not the average eight seed and the Lakers – they just seem like they're missing something out there, and um, that that's going to be a big thing for them. But I think it's – I mean, it's what everybody's been saying, so it's cliche at this point. It's really just having a guard that can go at least defensively at Dave or CJ. Like, have you been saying it all game long? Dave see Crusoe, he's shooting every time because he don't believe Crusoe can guard him, and then 
Danny Green, he's trying to play defense, but it doesn't seem like he's playing defense or offense. He's hit a couple shots today, though. Yeah, he made a couple shots this game. He but and KCP has made a few shots which can help. But the the most consistent thing for the Lakers, I think, was gonna have to happen is Anthony Davis is gonna have to consistently average 30. LeBron has to realize that, yeah, in the regular season, you can lead the league in assists, and maybe you can in the playoffs, but you're gonna have to score. All right, you the first still, game he had 23 on 20 shots. He should have had 25 shots. Um last game he had 10 points. He was a, he's been aggressive in game three so far, but he is going to have to score for this team to win. And um, I didn't like a comment I even heard from Kuz because I think I think they said that LeBron. I think that the media said LeBron said that Kuzma has to be the third best player for the win championship. Yeah, and Kuz says that you know uh, different nights we have a third best player because somebody always steps up. That is yeah. not what need to be said to win a championship. Yes, somebody else needs to step up. But Kuz, you are that you are that third person that they need. Uh-huh. You, you gotta have somebody else that they go to when LeBron and AD isn't on the court, and you are one of the primary shooters. And as a guy that shoots the ball every time he touches it, I can't believe who <laughs> said that. I, I I don't think I don't know. The Lakers they have to really kind of snap it together, and I think it's gonna start with LeBron. Especially carrying for AD because he's never been through a long playoff run before. He's only made it out the play first round once, so he's never had this situation. I'm not giving him that as an excuse because AD is going to have the hoop also. Right. Um. But LeBron's and he's doing a good job of it tonight. Like he got into the line, got to make your free throws. But as of right now, he has 31 points. So he's. I mean, I'm not saying he got to score. 30 through three quarters every game, but he's gonna have to average, he's gonna have to get close to 30 points per game. I mean, you average 25 during the regular season. No, at least sure. do that. You can't go 23 and be a 10. And I think Anthony Davis has to you want to end your game, but he gotta step away from the shooting floaters and long jump shots. Start playing like Dwayne Wade and play like Lonzo Morning. Not necessarily Lonzo Morning, but don't be a shooting. No, no, for sure. Be a I mean, you know, Lonzo got to shoot at the elbow, he can stretch it out to there even in the mid post. And I think Anthony Davis, because you hit a now you hit a everybody keeps saying whenever he's on the game, you know, you know, he was a guard in high school. He was a guard in high school. He was a guard in high school. Ten years ago. Exactly. Let it go, like, bro. You had a guard. He hasn't been a guard at any point in the NBA. And I remember even him when he was coming out of Kentucky, they were saying he might play the small forward in the NBA because he had guard skills. He was just tall and like, nah, he was never gonna be a small forward. Well makes Special big man special that can shoot the ball is the fact that they are big men, but then they still, but then they can shoot the ball. Right. Be a big man, but have shooting the ball is your skill. If you just play on the perimeter, you're just a tall guard. Like you're not a big Kevin man. Durant. So and and then the last and Kevin Durant doesn't play center. He doesn't play. <laughs> I mean, he'll play the power forward, but we all know he's not a forward. Right. Kevin Durant played the shooting guard as a rookie, and we know that realistically, he's a three. I mean, he can play the four in this NBA, but KD is a three. And Anthony Davis did a really good job of that in game two. Like, he got a lot of uh, post shots. And it's not just shooting in the post. It's just getting points in the paint. Right. So Just being down there. Um, He's going to be more more effective down there than he is on the wing. Yeah, so they're going to really need need to get that from him. And um, if he can do that, they'll be fine because you just got to know once you run into the Clippers, you want to play on the perimeter. Kawhi gonna guard you like he did Giannis. You don't shoot, and that'd be the thing about them playing on the perimeter so much. 
you don't shoot that well. Like you can shoot because you shoot enough as a big man, but you can't shoot for real. You shoot in the thirties. Like you don't need to just be out there shooting. You need to put your whole package together. And then if you play in the post, I mean, players have to knock down their over shots and they don't, that's on them, but you can pass out the post. You can make other positions. And I've seen Anthony Davis a number of times this year when he's aggressive, just be aggressive, move people out of the way and dunk on them. I mean, you got to do that also. Right. But so to switch it all the way up, we had the draft lottery a couple mm-hmm. of nights. Absolutely. Apparently the draft was rigged for the Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> <laughs> Why would the NBA rig the draft for Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, so they can get Devin Booker. And the Minnesota Timberwolves. They can trade no one pick for Devin Booker. Now, so so, so they can still not go to the playoffs. And that's your new big three as the you got that's your new young big three. I think the big three they're about, about to get is better than the big three with Devin Booker. And that big three is gonna include D'Angelo Russell, okay, let's, um, Carl Anthony Towns, and Anthony Edwards. So yeah, that's right. Minnesota Anthony got the number one, number one. Minnesota got the number one pick. The Golden State Warriors got the number two pick. Yep. It was um number three was who again? believe Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte's number three. Charlotte Hornets, number three pick. I think that's a good position for all three of them because I feel like Golden State number two, they keep that pick. They gonna, they should, and they're going to draft James Wiseman. I've been saying this whole time. Only they trade is if you trade for an all-star. Well, all-star is available. Oh, you ain't heard? They're going to trade the number two pick, Andrew Wiggins, and Draymond Green for Giannis. Why would the Bucks take that trade? I don't know. That would be terrible. But that's what trade. That's what trade. That's just a trade uh-huh. that, they, that people want to have. And why would the Bucks trade Giannis <laughs> for Andrew Wiggins, <laughs> Draymond Green, and James Wiseman? No, Giannis is isn't he twenty five? Yeah. I said Giannis was thirty. He ain't even old. He's twenty five. Uh, he's technically not even. He's just entering his prime. Right. Yeah. yeah, that ain't gonna happen. I think what happens the, the best bet for the Warriors is to draft Wiseman, and then Bob. Bob Myers is their GM, right? Or is he mm-hmm. the owner? Bob. Uh, Bob Myers is the whoever their GM is. One of those guys. It's his job to put some shooters and some playmakers around Steph and Clay. I think you draft Wiseman because you need to get a little bigger. Yeah, the Warriors are so small, so you go ahead and draft him. And he I, I want somebody one. else to go number one because I want Anthony Edwards to go to Charlotte so he can save Michael Jordan and save his franchise. But Anthony Edwards is the best player in this draft, and he fits well with. With the Timberwolves, I just wonder what would happen with Culver. But with no Culver to the three, maybe I don't know. I guess if you come in, yeah, I guess so. You could do that. Um, yeah, why not? But I think I, I definitely would take Anthony Edwards number one without mm-hmm. a doubt. Um, and at three, I don't know who that gives for Charlotte to take it. I think that puts Michael Jordan in a bad position because. He, I, I definitely don't think you take Lamelo Ball, nah. and I don't. I definitely don't think they will take Lamelo. I don't even think if they, if somehow somebody else went to or the Warriors traded to, I wouldn't even take Wiseman. If I was Jordan, I would somehow try to trade up for the number one pick. They should draft Anthony Edwards. They should somehow get Anthony Edwards. Yeah, I guess the problem is the best bet. I guess the problem with that is is like um, Lamelo Ball would be your only like not your only guarantee, but it's like. Who else would you have right there? Could you promise Minnesota that you would draft for them to take that? Um, 
Minnesota, they could use LaMelo, so maybe they take him number one because D'Lo is a scorer. Like, LaMelo is going to be – he's a point guard, I guess, technically, but he's just a playmaker. D'Angelo Russell is a scorer, so they could theoretically probably play together because LaMelo want to pass more than he's going to score and D'Lo want to shoot more than he want to pass, right. even if he handles the ball more. Melo want to pass but not handle the ball, and D'Lo want to shoot but handle the ball, so they can work together, <laughs> I think. <laughs> it's just stupid, but that's them. No, and know. maybe having LaMelo uh, generate some interest there, um, you know, keep the fans. That's what I was thinking for Charlotte, honestly. Like, you got, maybe that gets you. Yeah. Anthony Edwards to get the fans. When when did get the fans? You get Anthony Edwards, trade Rozier, or bring him on the bench, go Edwards and Graham, and uh, you go from there. So, yeah. I don't even know who else uh, in the top three. You got the lefty from overseas, uh, Killing. I can't remember his name. Yeah, France. Yeah, so he he's a good pick there. I don't want him to go to Jordan though. Um, then of course no, they got, don't need to draft any foreign players in Charlotte. Of course, you got Obi. No, I don't. Not, you yeah. got you got enough of those type players on your team already. Right. So we'll see uh, where I, I'm. Not, I'm not sure where what's going to happen. But I, I definitely think Wiseman and Edwards are the first two off the board. And Jordan don't have no pieces to trade for the number one pick. So yeah. I think Minnesota will be staying sure. there. Um, but that'll be a great pick for Minnesota. They should make the playoffs next year too. Honestly, they should make it this year. But you know, they got top five center, top four center in the league. Yeah. Um, I mean, at the end, like I said the other day, you got MB, you got Jokic, you got Nurt, you got Cat. Who else? Cat should be ahead of Nurt. So yeah, yeah, I got Cat ahead of Nurt. You guess number five would be Rudy Gobert? Nah, I don't like Rudy Gobert. Andre Drummond? All right, Rudy Gobert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably the only person I don't like more than Rudy Gobert is Andre Drummond. <laughs> but um, let's see, who else we got? Uh, I just well, I want to get back to um, let's go to the Clippers in Dallas real quick. Yeah. Who I had a uh, 35 and nine in the win. Right. Um. I like how Przingis looks good. Him and Luka is going to be good down down the line. Um, but just to stick with the Clippers, and not even just Kawhi, but that well, – I'm not even going to talk about Kawhi because Kawhi did what he's supposed to do. But that whole – everybody else seems to be really inconsistent on that team. and can't. They never won nothing, even though they got all on their high horse at the moment. You're supposed to ain't even made it out the first round. Who on the Clippers has made it out the first round? Uh, Kawhi, Paul George. Paul George. Yeah, he made it since Marcus 2014. Morris. Marcus Morris. Yeah, he made it a little bit with Patrick Beverly. He made it out the first round. Yeah, him and Houston made it out. Uh, that's it. And that's where it ends. But the Clippers, are, they, they, their players have the confidence to leave there. They played in championships. Oh, really, Jackson. Speaking of championship. Technically, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But they, they play as if they've already won the championship and the playoffs exposes a lot of stuff. You can't you can't just talk your way through the playoffs or whatever, but they all feel so disappointed confidence because they do have Kawhi. You know, he, he's he's going for what, thirty five and thirty nine the last two games? Thirty five and thirty-five. I think it was thirty five and thirty-nine the last two games. So having Kawhi and knowing you got the best player playing right now. I guess it just makes people feel differently, but um, in this this round, like Dallas is the team that could could 
challenge the Clippers, but I don't think anybody really thinks they're going to beat the Clippers. They right. can challenge them just because of their talent, and they have the second-best player on the court. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, so that's the challenge. I mean, Luka comes out with a triple-double. Obviously, he has a lot of turnovers. Yeah, that's terrible. But then he comes back and also has 40, and then, I mean, he gets hurt. So we'll see what happens when he stays on the court. If he, you know, stay if he comes back healthy and being himself, but it's an interesting series, and it just made me look forward to Dallas in the future, though, really honestly, because I don't think they're gonna beat the Clippers this year. No, I think if they could have got a higher seed and maybe somehow got to the next round, they could have given them a better chance. Yeah, they would. They would probably be up three zero on Denver. Yeah, they would probably be up three zero on Denver. Ready to put them out? They would have swept Denver. As is, so I'm just ready to see more of Dallas, and hopefully, you know, you know, Mark is gonna keep putting players around them. Right. I like uh, Rick Carlisle as a coach, he's a championship coach, one of the few champions in the league. So I like Carlisle. Um, they just got to keep building up their team, keep building up their bench, which is get, already get, one get, of the better benches. Get get strong at the center. Uh, having Przingis means you just need solid centers. You know somebody that can bang for him to protect him and Luca, right? Um, and that could be trill if he can stay healthy. I know that Luca really likes to white power, he's a little undersized, but he works with what they want to do, especially since Przingis is seven foot three. So, yeah, um, I don't think Dallas is gonna win this year, but their time has come. They're there, Dallas is probably gonna be like that OKC team. Losing the first round and go to the second round and then you pop up and they in the finals before you know it. because uh, I, mean, I got the best player in the world. Yeah. Potentially. Potentially coming up with, with Luca. Luca's already top ten. Who knows how long it takes him to become a top five player? I mean, I'm not gonna just say he's a top five player now. But if you're excluding players that was hurt this year, mm-hmm. that gives them more of an argument. And when you really start thinking about it after, for me personally, after LeBron and Kawhi, who am I just really not taking over? Who am I really just taking over Luka? I'm not a big Giannis fan, and B is always hurt. See what playoff P is doing right now. Uh, who else would be with me? You got James Harden. You always got to give James his respect. But Westbrook, Westbrook. I would take Luke over Westbrook. Ah. I'm taking Luke over Luca right now. I ain't gonna disrespect him on this podcast, but I'm gonna just say I'm taking Luke over Westbrook. Okay. Um, so, got uh, Dane, Anthony Davis, Dane. So there's a couple people, but hey, once you get into this Dane. Luca's bigger, so it doesn't matter what you like. Anthony Davis, he didn't make the playoffs his first year in the NBA, but his second year in the NBA. <laughs> so, but the main thing is for the Clippers, like, it's no shame in Dallas challenging them because Dallas is a good, young, talented team. But, like, they have a potential to be lucky if they aren't, but they could be down in the series. And I don't think it should be tough, but y'all shouldn't be losing to them. Not, not like losing the series. Uh, yeah, yeah, this, you, you lose a game or two. Uh, this I mean, is, they lost a game. But. This is usually a challenge like this, a team like the Clippers want, because it gets you back into it. And you got to be sharp. Yeah. You got to be, every, you know, you got to execute and all that. If you don't execute, they could catch you slipping for a game, which Dallas is done. Exactly. So I think it helps out that Luka has 11 turnovers that first game, but then he gets hurt. He gets hurt the last game. 
the bogus Przingis uh, tech foul. So the Clippers have definitely had some things swing their way, but I don't think they've like been they haven't been lucky or the game haven't been given to them. They've gone out and won the games. All right. Um, so that's just what they got to continue to do going forward. Let's see, Yon, got anything else? Well, yeah, I want to say this. Um, I know Dave been making all these deep threes, but Kenny Smith, you tripping, like saying that Steph ain't got Dame range. When if it wasn't for Steph, we wouldn't even remember it was Steph range. Now it's Dame range. Exactly. People just, they just flip flop every year. And um, Dame is the one that's playing right now. So you give him the praise. TNT literally shows Steph workout before every game that the Warriors came on TV of him shooting from the NBA Warriors logo, shooting from half court. So, don't be too much of a prisoner of the moment. Uh, there's been a lot of that. But that is what happens with in the social media era, I guess. People get caught up. You see something's going on. It's exciting. You start the debate. And at the end of the, the day, people want to diminish Steph and say he played on a super team. But he created the damn super team. <laughs> it's not like Clay and Draymond them were just all-stars before him. They all became great because of all of the attention that Steph made. Now, they signed KD, and that is what it is, and you can debate it from there. But he made it to two finals before KD ever stepped foot in the Warriors, in Warriors uniform, and Dame hasn't made the finals yet. So people, I think, they get a little ahead of themselves, and they act like, like it gets into the can – like even Bomani was like, is Steph this type of player? Like the Warriors made the finals because Steph averaged 30, shot 45% from three. 90 from the line and won unanimous MVP. And the year before, he was the MVP by averaging 25, 23 points per game. I mean, that says it all. He, whether he closed it in the finals or not, they got to the finals because of Steph. So sometimes people just need to be reminded, I guess. On that note, um, the Lakers take a lead into the fourth quarter. I think they were up 93 to 86. I'm pretty sure Dame just hit a three. Yep, 93 86. Houston lost to OKC and OT today. My aunt, and that, that, they're up 2 1 now. Oh, my bad. Indiana, Miami's really great. Sweet Indiana as well. Yeah. 3 0. Um, TJ Warren gave out all his buckets already because um, he, <laughs> he can't done. score past 20 points anymore. He had 23 tonight. Okay. So they're done. Uh, Depot don't really want to play. I think had a big game, though. He did 34 14. Um, and only Miles Turner was a little bit better. But. Uh, it was a solid game for everybody from from uh, Miami. Jimmy with 27, Bam 22. Drogic, who should have been top three in six man of the year, but people don't care about that award for real, so they just go with the cliche picks. Finished with 24. Tyler Hero had 20. And Duncan, don't miss no three. Robinson, he finished with 15 today. Only two for four from three. Every time Duncan Robinson shoots, it looks like he's going in. <laughs> And then, like earlier, as we said, Milwaukee beat Orlando to take a 2-1 lead. Chris Middleton slightly showed up, 17 points today, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. Be involved in the game. He took 17 shots. Mm-hmm. Thanks for helping out. What did I say earlier? I didn't even know his stat line. When I said I'm taking at least 17 shots. <laughs> you did. It's, it's just simple math, man. Giannis was 35 and 11. Um, for some reason – 
Marquette Falls was benched during the seeding games, and then he started. I don't get some of this weird stuff that these teams do, and that's why their teams suck. Marquette Falls didn't start during the seeding games, so he wasn't getting risen with the starters, and now he's starting to he's just put back in the starting lineup against the playoffs, which he can handle because he's a good player. But it's just stupid to do that. But uh, so he had a tough game this game. He's been playing decent for them. Um, nobody really played that well for Orlando, and I mean that's why they lost, <laughs> obviously. So they're down two one. Tomorrow you get Boston and Philly. Tomorrow is Sunday, August twenty third. In case you don't know, uh, you get Boston and Philly at one o'clock on ABC. So that should be a good one. Boston probably is going to close it out. I, I think they should go ahead and get it over with. Yeah. Um, Clippers Dallas also on ABC at three thirty. So good back to back. Luca should be on the court, and hopefully playoff P will be also. <laughs> um, Toronto Brooklyn on TNT at six thirty. Pretty sure Toronto gets that one done and gets Brooklyn up out of there. Oh yeah. And they close tonight with uh, Denver and Utah. I was wondering when they were gonna kind of switch the schedule a little bit because it's been everybody been playing at the, the same, same time. time. Yeah. And it's like if I was somebody else, I'd be like, dang, when can I get a nine o'clock game? When can I get at this game or that game? Why is the primetime game the same every night? Because Dallas Clippers been the primetime every night and Lakers Portland has been it. So. But I get it because you put the West Coast teams later too, because the West Coast, whatever. But so that's what we got tomorrow in the bubble. And some series, it's going by super quick because it's literally games every day. So I love it. A couple series are probably going to get closed out. And uh, that's all I got. John W. It's fresh. You are the Hoopers.